been instilled with tactics and training for battling enemies overseas, but we are not taught how to battle the ones within. When the combat zone becomes your comfort zone, what becomes of the home front? I'm Tom. And I'm Jen. Together, we're tackling tough topics to conquer whatever challenge you're facing. From your soft unit to your family unit, with our amazing lineup of guests, including special operators, field experts, and so much more. This isn't your typical cool guy podcast. Welcome to All Secure. Herb Thompson is a retired Special Forces Team Sergeant and award-winning author of The Transition Mission. He is the only person ever to be the Army's Drill Sergeant of the Year and earn the Green Beret. Corey Burton has 20 years of HR growth strategy experience and is deeply invested in supporting those transitioning and their spouses. In fact, that's how she and her met. Together, they team up to tackle tough topics to support the military community. Herb and Corey join us today to share a part of their journey, both individually and their road together. Transitions, military or otherwise, can be tough. Blending families can be tough. Healing from trauma can be tough. Yet having a strong relationship with your forever battle buddy can make the road much easier and the load much lighter. Tune in today to hear Herb and Corey share how they take care of each other. Playing hard and loving hard, this couple knows a thing or two about strong bonds and not only how to create them, but sustain them. So babe, what do you want to do? I want to dive right in. Let's do it. Herb and Corey Thompson, we are so happy to have you on here today. Um, I, I would love to use some of the pre-talk we've had already because it's been hilarious up to this point it's already. Good. We're going to talk today about how you guys are a perfect couple. We're going to cover your smooth transition and the fact that you had zero issues and problems during that transition. So we're going to cover about, you know, how do how do people become like us and how did you do it without any assistance? <laughs> so, yeah, that, that's that's what we're going to cover today. Wouldn't that be a Ladies great story? and gentlemen, yes, we have the perfect couple with no issues. So it's going to be short. It'll be quick. Um, it's already over. Yeah, it's, even there wrote, it is. Even wrote a book You're about welcome. it, right? The transition mission, right? It was such a such a smooth transition. You put it to paper so people could follow that same path, and I, I love that. So let's talk about your. Let's talk about real quick. And Jen likes to tell me to give like thirty seconds of your background, like where you both come from, um, where you came from, Herb, Corey, when you guys met, and things like that, and then uh, just just the kind of a quick version so everybody knows where we're coming from. Yeah, joined the army at seventeen. Got to live my two goals, be a drill sergeant, one drill sergeant of the year, and then uh, one selection was a Green Beret, fifth group, retired out as a team sergeant. Uh, part of that process, I met Corey. And I'm Corey, hey. and I'm a former military spouse who worked in the transition space when I was fortunate enough to meet Herb, and the rest is kind of history. Yeah, all easy, all perfect. Yes. Completely. Smooth sailing. <laughs> well, I'm used to seeing you on LinkedIn talking about transition, um, always providing really great insights, not about just getting the job, but the mindset that's required um, once you transition. I'd love to know as a couple from each of you, what was the most challenging part about your transition as a couple? Oh, boy. Corey's going first. <laughs> uh, she got the point. You give him, you give him, a, you give him your version first. <laughs> yes. <laughs> start with hers. <laughs> So I would say we have a few transitions to our transition. Herb was transitioning out of the military simultaneously to my transitioning out of my divorce. Um, and, um, you know, not long after we met, dated, and, you know, then made the wise decision to move 
to teenagers, which are already known for being super happy campers, into oh <laughs> another state during COVID, into a new high school. So it was challenging for them. Um, fortunately, I would say Herb had a lot of, uh, you know, as a former drill sergeant, had a lot of training raising <laughs> raising teenagers into great humans. And um, that has been put to the test quite a few times here, but actually they have really, truly come into really enjoying the area. And we really feel like knock on wood, things are actually really going well um, at this point, but you know, we had multiple layers to our transition. Yeah. That's a very clean version. Uh, <laughs> what she left out is I went through a divorce in there too. And uh, part of my transition, I ended up writing the book was it was my safe place. I was in a very toxic relationship and, uh, I got to focus on my work and then I was like, Oh, what's next for me. So I really got to focus in the transition. And then through that met Corey and there's people have reached out to me and they're like, dude, there was a shift there. It's like, yeah, meeting this lady and not that it was easy, um, but there was a, we, we only fight every day, but um, it was uh, a learning process and a growth opportunity. And I think that's what we always are after. It's like, Hey, having that positive mindset and let's keep growing together. I think if anybody could write a perfect book about how to transition, it would be this couple right here. Yeah. I mean, listen, I, I wrote down little key things that, that trigger stress and anxiety and pressure, right? And, and issues, divorce, Ooh, right? It's a big one. Teenagers. That's oh another God. big one. Moving, oh, retiring, one. transitioning, both of you previous military, so that's been driven to you. Drill sergeant, one of the highest divorce rates on the planet. Green Berets, I'm sure they're either above that or below that by a hair. And then you two kind of, a tornado meets a hurricane, and you come together and decide to pack up and move during oh, COVID. Oh, but wait, there's more. See? <laughs> I also was diagnosed at the beginning of meeting her with a non-aggressive form of breast cancer. And although everything has been great, it has been a, you know, kind of... Um, it's like a... Roller coaster. Yeah, it's like <laughs> we always say we're super, super super fortunate it's not life threatening it's just life annoying and at this mm. point we have also had that thrown in the mix too so it, i think if i gave him every reason to run <laughs> yeah it was there <laughs> yeah i think both of you have had every reason to to find a safe space to go hide in right and, and yeah. just wish it all away yeah. but that does nothing that, right. right that does nothing you come out of your safe space and there you both are in the same position going all right all right we took a break i guess but let's let's get back to swinging the fist but yeah. So how did you tackle all that? I mean, one bite at a time, obviously. But I mean, what was the first? Well, you talked about positivity. Like yeah, that I was mean, a posi- huge part. How did you? How did you use positivity? Yeah, how do you get? Po- how do you yeah. find it? I didn't There's have a... positivity no. for twenty years. You know, F you people. Uh, yeah, twenty five. Maybe still going. But <laughs> twenty eight. That's a hard thing to find because <laughs> there's plenty of reasons not to have it. Yeah. For me, I it, maybe a simple thing like work with my indigo overseas, like nothing happened when you were angry right it was all positive and then you look at people like hey it's positivity matters right and then i think even more important than the positivity with us was trust and that came at like a pretty early moment for us uh because Corey was trying to tell me something and i was like bullshit this is you're against me essentially and then 
Yeah, I was like, what is the deal, dude? Like, I'm on your team. Why are you fighting me so hard? And he just like froze. And I will never forget that look in his face in that moment. It was like I saw the little hamster wheel stop spinning and it just kind of clicked. And it's like that pivotal moment of like, oh, shit, you are my teammate. That's a whole different admiration and trust level and appreciation. And you've learned to kind of walk in that commitment just like with your teammates, you know, there were times where you're pissed at each other, but you were committed to sticking it out because you got each other's backs. So that's kind of been our, our core, you know, I guess our mission statement. Yeah. That was, that was a pivotal <laughs> moment for sure of like, Oh, we're, you're my teammate. You're not against me yeah. and I can trust you. And you what could, that- you could, under, I'm sorry, you could understand that. Corey, bring from the military, right? I, yeah. Well, she, you were a military spouse, Not, correct? You both yeah. are talking. Yeah. So she had previous well, experience. You have that previous experience of that connection, that feeling and understanding where Herb's coming from, understanding that yeah. to say, I'm on your team. I think a lot. Jen didn't have that for a bit. She's like, where's the manual? I don't know what the hell I'm doing here, <laughs> man. Like, And I was all about the team. And I, 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 too, I looked at her as my spouse. You know, she's, she'll yeah. be there, right? It, it wasn't a teammate thing until we became the team. And that's what made it better. I think yeah, I was I the enabler say, first. Oh, sorry, Jen, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to say with my previous relationship, that was very much not a thing. We had a survival by deployment was our relationship. <laughs> um, so there was no teammate, you know, functionality. I knew of the existence that it should be there in a good relationship. But quite honestly, I was content operating as an individual, it kind of worked out for me because I got to live my life. He went and lived his. Um, sad to say, but that's just how it was. Um, so meeting her, you know, recognizing that he'd had failed marriages, I've had failed marriages, like we weren't going to outrun those problems. You get into a new relationship and you're like, oh, shit, that's still there. I thought it was just going to go away, you know, so. Sweep it under the rug. It'll all be better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love that you I love that you brought that up because blended families oh. um, are really challenging and the military's full of them. I mean, it's the highest divorce rate of any occupation um, by by many. So, you know, multiple marriages and blended families just part of the community. Um, and I love that you I want to go back just a little bit because you said that you saw in Herb's face like it was a moment of click like this is wait, this is my teammate. So. Yeah. Herb, what what was it that clicked? Like what happened for you in that moment where you realized, wait a minute, she's a teammate? Yeah, it was I never felt that before. I had felt it with teammates, right? People trust, trust, teammate, however you want to call it. I hadn't felt that before with another person. So it was like, mm-hmm. whoa, wait, this is this is different. And I already from the first moment we talked, we could tell it was different. Both of us we've we've talked about it is from the time we met each other, it was different. We're like, wait, what is what is this? Why is this going on? This is weird. Uh, and truthfully, it was weird. <laughs> like, wait, I'm not used to this. I'm used to not caring. Like, the hell with this feelings. I still feel like that a lot of the times. And she can back me up. That like, there's way too much feelings going on here. Can we just get to the day? We don't need the wheelbarrow full of feelings. But uh, to me, that was like a big moment of kind of like, oh, wow, you are my... T-. And just seeing her differently than hey, you're this pretty girl I'm really liking, but like, whoa, this is like, oh, we are teammates. And if I embrace that, uh, we're going to be successful together, whatever that looks like. Yeah, it's been interesting to hear people share with us that are still in, especially in, you know, SF, like 
we hear all the time where a spouse has a challenge being a teammate of another spouse because they already feel like they have their team and the spouse feels left out. The, you know, person that's with their team is not connecting on that level. So it's been interesting to hear that feedback and people are really fascinated with how to you know, make that jump, especially once they transition. We're hearing a lot of feedback from people about, you know, the challenge of once, once you're starting to spend time, especially with COVID, every day, every waking minute with one another. Every day. <laughs> every When are you day. leaving again? <laughs> this is, you know, this is uh, single grocery store trips. Yes. <laughs> that is the... I'd say the number one thing we hear all the time yeah. is is we're, 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 we don't know how to be together. We don't, especially those couples that have been together, um, even even the blended ones after, we didn't really know how to be together. And now it's to the point of, I don't know where I'll go without her, right? Yeah. It's like, um, I'm almost handicapped now when she takes off. I'm like, uh, yeah. where's my whoopee? <laughs> I kind of want my whoopee. And I've never felt that way before. I felt that way about my team. I felt that way about my pistol, you know? And, yeah. And now it's like, where's my pistol? I, don't know, I left it somewhere. I forgot. I don't need it as much anymore, you know, because I, I, I don't yeah. live that lifestyle. That's the transition, I think, right? The transition mm-hmm. of just let let the fuck go, man. Let it go. I don't know how many times I got to tell everybody, nobody gives a shit about what you did unless yeah. they want something from you or, or it's a good story. Yeah. Nobody can let go. The past doesn't really matter, right? Because yeah. if you're in that car hauling ass down the highway, looking in the rearview mirror at your past, you're going to run into a brick wall or a tree, man, and yeah. you're going to miss everything. And but nobody seems to pick up on that. I love the until they live that it. You always tell people about the cup of coffee. Oh yeah, I always say like, "Hey, I was girl star of the year. I earned my green beret. The only person ever do that, and no one gives a shit because I still <laughs> paid the same for my cup of coffee and my gas. Like, no one cares. No one cares. No one cares, and yet we let it." crush us I'm, I'm i'm nobody anymore i'm but yeah. nobody cares anyway except us right. and, and and when you realize that that internal thing you know you were talking about earlier it took me a while to realize marriage number one well she wasn't marriage number two well we didn't marriage number three well you know hey wait a minute i'm on the my last one my last <laughs> marriage he didn't use like, quotes I, anymore he used to do my I'm last, my last marriage and i'm like dude that's wait a triggering is me. that bad <laughs> I realized I'm the common denominator, right? I was the guy always there. I'm like, oh, I have to blame me, I guess. And when I figured that out, I could get to work on me. And that kind of sucked. Like, we we both, I think, had that, like, aha moment. And then also, like, the realization that we have to, you know, make that kind of audible commitment to this is what we're now operating in. And that's also a big shift for both of us who are used to operating individually is, like, now we're asking one another, like, hey, do these dates work for you? Can we do this? You know, because we are trying to, you know, make it a very unified commitment for ourselves as a couple, you know, to remain a force and, yeah. and keep it rolling like I, that. I think timing's critical here because we've mm-hmm. talked about if we'd met five years earlier, yeah. we would not be doing this podcast because no. we wouldn't <laughs> have been together, right? We, we wouldn't either. Yeah, we both were not in a mental place for that coming through kind of like bad relationships and learning from them uh, probably got us to this point to where we're like, okay, we know what we need. We know what we're doing wrong uh, and like how we can fix it and stuff. So we talk about all the time, like timing was critical when we met. (laughs) Very critical. 
Yeah, and we you know, still, I mean, like we said, we argue every day. We argued this morning. Like, <laughs> we same. are very similar, which is great sometimes. But when it's not, it's like. I don't call it arguing. I call it I'm winning. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and there we have what's wrong. Yeah. No, We wouldn't be arguing oh, if shit. she was, we wouldn't be arguing if she was listening, right? Oh, I mean, shit. if you would just do what I'm saying. This it is would where work Corey out and I. And we yeah, wouldn't be an argument. Exactly. <laughs> it's just having that like consistent commitment to like okay, we're in this and we're going to figure this out. And I think for both of us, that's been a huge thing. And Adam Grant, I know, has been pivotal for both of us about, you know, the neurodiversity of the brains and how people literally receive information differently. Um, And it's, you know, kind of a game changer when you stop and go, oh, wait, it's not that you're refusing to see it my way. Your brain just functions different. And the more I've learned about the SF community, which I was clueless about and didn't even know he was a Green Beret when I met him, um, which I love because I got to know him as Herb. But I think for me, learning about those key things, you know, has been huge to understand why his brain functions the way that it does. That's it. That's the that's the number one teaching point for spouses, I think, out there is is. Is number one, they're they're jealous of the military mistress that takes us away that we care so much about, that taught us everything and made us. Well, I'm smart. I drive better than you. I'm smarter than you. I can, you know. And guys, I use my craft on my wife, and I'm. It's called interrogation, brother. You don't 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 do that. <laughs> you know. And spouses need to understand where we come from, and then it, you know. And that doesn't mean we get to do it, right? If you knew what I was doing, it'd be okay. You know, I'm screaming, and you need to understand it. No, we need to change. Right. While well, they need to understand why we do what we do while we change, because it takes time. Yeah. There's nobody I know of that I'm going to get out of the military and them and their spouse had a great time. Yeah. Their life was wonderful. Their kids were happy and they didn't have a problem. It's a change in life and change is stressful. And that change takes so much time from what we did for so many years. Mm-hmm. It's going to take so much time. That's muscle memory. Mm-hmm. That's like anticipation of recoil when you're trying to shoot a, a, a weapon. Yeah. How many times you want to smack some dude ball and dummy for an hour and it click click finally you get a bullseye and you put a bullet in and they do it again it's like God we got another hour of this shit it's <laughs> gonna take a long time to break that bad habit of who we are and and we have to be patient and diligent with how we change right and and patience is the big one because it takes a long time yeah and I think I'm sure that Jen I don't know like for for me it was like also learning my patience on that too of like for sure how I receive who he is and him change. I think that's a big part for spouses. A lot of people will say, I want him the way he was before he deployed the first time. So people who have been together, long-term relationships, they knew each other in high school, maybe right out of basic. And they're like, I want that guy back. Or I want him to behave this way or that way without any understanding of the biology, um, without any understanding of the muscle memory, the training, the conditioning, the culture. Um, So educating yourself and informing yourself is is critical, I think, Um, as far as developing that empathy and compassion and and further understanding. You know, I was going to ask Herb, too, when you said teammate, like you guys never quit on each other, like quitting on each other is just not an option. Do you think applying that mindset of she's my teammate creates even more of like a longevity mindset or like I can't quit this one or is that not even part of the equation? Yeah, part of it is not quitting, but like, not even that it's an option, right? Because it's like, why am I quitting this? Um, So to speak, like, 
before probably been like, yeah, I'm out of here. Who cares? Whatever. But now it's like, it's that commitment. So with that trust also comes that commitment of like, no matter what we go through. And if we, we, we have a figuratively knock, knock down, drag out fight in the morning, I'm still going to be here. Or like later today, I'm still going to be here. You're still going to be here. And we're going to work on this. And I think that commitment coming from like the teammate standpoint, it goes together, but like, that's the difference. Cause where before I would have been like, deuces, <laughs> like where's the exit? Like, I'm ready. Let's go jump master. Let's go. And yeah. to me, it's that commitment of like, but not only my commitment to her, knowing she's committed to me and like that teammate said, we're in this for the long haul. Like, let, let's make it work. Yeah. And we I also heard. have just, you know, formed over time, this openness where it's like, just everything is just a shared kind of path. And, you know, it takes some effort to get comfy with that. <laughs> and, you know, I think that it's so important for, you know, marriages to maintain, to have that openness in every capacity. And, you know, it's funny because now it's to the point where, you know, he's a handsome guy, he's pretty charming. So he gets some funny messages from time to time funny with air quotes as Tom would do, but uh, <laughs> the openness and the trust that he has yes. in me, you know, he'll share these. And I kind of get a giggle of like, I see this stuff and he's so open with me that I know, you know, what comes in, but it's, it's been in every capacity, just, you know, a growing experience for the both of us. And, you know, that's reinforced my commitment and my willingness to, you know, stay and always, Day. I, I think love that. I think with that it's a lot of trust and respect and, and when you throw yourself out there it's hard at first right you're the first yeah. on the dance floor and everybody's around the gym floor looking at you and laughing at you like oh you start doing some funny yeah. dancing and everybody finally starts joining and you're like oh okay now we're cool yeah. but you weren't for a while you know when everybody was staring at you and yeah, it's, it, it's, it's speaking awkward. of messages, she gets a lot of funky messages, man. I'm like, <laughs> Come on, bro. You know, I even I even answer back some of them. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, she's like, oh, funny. I just found out I'm Irish today, and blah 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 blah. And somebody, somebody who tried to friend oh, me as well, you know, yeah. which I, I hadn't seen. I, I went and checked him out. Oh, you want to be my friend, but yet you write to my spouse. Ooh, I like Irish or something in my book. You, how about it? You want to you want to be in my book or and, and I'm not know, today, Tom, not today, that's Bob. Or what? Really great point. I always say to him, you have to stop and say if they're not willing to talk to me at any point and only want to talk to you, why? Yeah. You know, and that's been a big indicator for us and something that's like really a key thing. I love that you brought that up. Trust. Trust is such a huge issue, and it can be a very big issue. Um, especially when you have past relationships. Do you guys have any tips on how you keep your past in the past versus bringing those relationships into your present? Do you well, keep your past in the perfect. past? And how, if so? Yeah, so what you do is you just bring them all out in the middle of the room and you fight over them, and then eventually you don't fight over them. No, I mean, it comes up. like uh, Probably this morning we had an argument, and it was probably from that. Like Honestly, it was probably from that. It was from me holding on to my past of like, Oh yeah, you are my teammate. So I still have to be remind myself at times. It's much better now than say a couple of years ago, but sure. uh, not holding that against them. And I think mm. it's easy right now. We're talking, we're, we're in a good mood. The difficult time comes when we're having an argument and I and don't like to, hasn't eaten. yeah, I, I'm hangry <laughs> and I don't like to lose. I don't like to lose. So I'm like, Boom, here, let's come with this about your past. And yeah. then she's like, Oh yeah. What about your past? And then it's like, uh, what are we doing? <laughs> this is. What are we winning? 
in that you're doing, what are we easy. winning yeah <laughs> you're doing what everybody does they don't want to be wrong yeah. it's embarrassing especially like guys like us mm, boy you embarrass me i'm i, I don't yeah. get embarrassed i get angry you scare me yeah, i don't yeah. get scared i get angry you you humiliate me what do i get i get angry, angry. Fill in the blank. you you uh say something that's true that i just did that's stupid what do i do i'm gonna get fucking angry and when i get angry i'm gonna counterattack so hard you can't fucking come back at me yeah. and then i'm like oh i didn't mean that um yeah. you know what i love you i'm sorry she's like yeah one day i'm sick of the fucking sorry so that process of stopping my fucking mouth from yeah. uh, engaging before my brain really starts moving with muscle memory of yeah. Hey, bro, you know, the teammate, fuck you, get on it. You know, no love there. Just, yeah. well, there's love there. That's love, yeah. but it's yes. uh, the harder different. kind of tough love. But I don't, I don't think my, I don't think, I don't think my wife wants that kind of love at home. You know, hey, fucking get that shit together. You're worthless. You know, it, no, it doesn't work. Jen said to you last time, like, it's just not nice. You know, like when we were chatting, like that, I say that like once a day. I'm like, it's not nice. And he's like, it's not, not nice. I'm like, no, it's not oh. nice. Yes, <laughs> Sounds like our arguments. Here it's I am explaining factual. away why what I'm doing is okay because it's okay because I'm explaining it. You know, it's, right? Well, it's that desire, you know, <laughs> again, I think a lot of this comes in the compassion and understanding and partnership is that everybody's bringing their shit forward. I know. My past, my trauma has also played a part in the relationship. Trauma is like a third or fourth party in the relationship yeah. as well. It makes things more complicated. Um, how have you guys dealt with any of the past traumas that have come up? Is that something you guys work through together as a couple? Is that something oh, yeah. that you... Yeah, well, I think one thing, we we use some humor. Yeah. Uh, I and love humor. I forget the show they had recently going on where they were celebrities got to go be special forces yeah. like oh yeah right? and they're like how do we deal with confrontation with aggression so like we'll joke about that because she's like yeah that's sums it all up. that sums it up there like aggression. so <laughs> we'll, we'll joke about it like yeah we're doing we're gonna deal with this with aggression, aggression. So, i think addressing it right like here getting to know each other better being curious and not trying to win something but we like and that's hard in that moment but like Hey, let's talk this through. What was it like? And it can be uncomfortable to talk about, but like, mm-hmm. hey, this is why I'm doing this. Cause like, this is why I go off. Cause this, you know, years ago, this is what would happen when I would do this. And this let's is why. Let's be real. I, yeah. This is usually an afterthought conversation, yeah. which yeah. we've both gotten really good at practicing, is eventually you have to stop and walk away and that's challenging for both of us because we're both stubborn and gonna go head to head but eventually at that breaking point we have to go separate directions and just take that calm down sometimes it's a day sometimes it's a few minutes but rarely it's at least a few hours I'm gonna say but usually both of us have that because of that commitment and that like honesty with ourselves even I think is a lot of it you know we're like well we'll go to one another and go, yeah, you know, I could see where you got this from me and let me try this again. And you start kind of reframing things and thinking through things. And I've had to learn, you know, a lot of trust to get past, you know, my past issues from relationships and honestly time. And the more reassurance that I see that it is difference has been huge for me, you know, to kind of get over those things. But we do, we, I think we have like the aftershock conversations that are actually like the thing where we're like, well, we probably need to talk about this anyway. So it's probably a good thing that we just 
had that three hour fight last night or whatever, you know, sometimes it's just stuff that needs to bubble up and, and needs to get talked about. We're getting better too, as we've evolved our relationship to like, let's not do the fight part. Let's just do that final part. Yeah. You know, let's just Love do it. that like figured out part. Yeah. And I got to the end like four years, no, four, yeah, four years ago. And Herb has severely reduced his liquid intake to a point where it's almost nominal at this point. That, that's so, helpful. Yeah, Th- that's helpful. Super that, that... helpful. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I can't tell you how much alcohol doesn't help. But I, mean, I could say like for, it was when you're sober. Oh, you said that. All right. Let me take a second. Yeah. It's just a little bit of like, oh, fuck no. Oh, no. Like Tom said, like you embarrassed. Now he angered me. Like, yeah. let's go. And it, all it took was that little bit of like not being fall down drunk, just like you've been drinking and now it's just that little it's just that little much yes it's that liquid courage for a reason you know there's so yeah. much in that with what you said it, embracing the pause right you, you if, if i'm drinking i don't embrace shit right i'm embracing the drink <laughs> somebody says something my wit my wit Very is true. quick and i'm drinking and i'm so smart you know so it's that embrace that pause <laughs> I, I actually read something maybe yesterday about emotions if if, if you wait and ignore an emotion for 90 seconds, it goes away, mm. right? And if you if you take that pause, uh, and I haven't tried that yet. I just saw it yesterday, but <laughs> I know that you if you- looking at you like, I really? know, we've embraced <laughs> pauses that have stopped me from doing the Homer Simpson thing where my brain's going, shut up, shut up, shut up. Don't say shut up, don't. And I go, shut up. And I'm like, oh, I said shut up. And I, yeah. I didn't know why. But we've been we've been awarded for being aggressive. We've gotten medals for this shit, man. Hey, go go break some shit and scream it and treat people like hell because they need it. And here's your medal for it. So it's it's hard to tell your brain that to that's wrong. So you need to again what we tell everybody is learn that if you're trying to win, that other person's trying to win too. What's losing? Yeah. The relationship if you're in a relationship, right? Yeah. Individually, yeah. we're trying to win. So I've always had to tell my well, I keep trying to tell myself. It's the relationship. It's a relationship. So I think our, our fights over time have paused, slowed down. Yeah. Some have gone away because of... The removing of alcohol has helped significantly. Yes. That helps a lot. <laughs> <It's amazing. laughs> that helps a lot. Helped a lot, for sure. And I think, uh, too, of that, you know, point of, you know, realization that you're able to talk things through you become less about the fight because you go, what are we winning? And for us both having failed marriages, it's easy now to recognize like if you win and you both go your separate ways and you've won, you've won nothing but a chance to do it all over again with someone (laughs) that you probably won't even like as well as what we, the connection that we actually do have. So for both of us, it's been, you know, of like forefront to preserve that. Yeah, It's kind of like, do I want to win the battle or win the war? We'll go with Tom was yeah. saying. It's like yeah. the long-term goal is here to help us stay together, the relationship. I can win this battle. I know how to fight. Like, let's go. <laughs> and she's like, I can fight too. Let's go. But like, what's the long-term goal is like us coming together. Yeah. Yeah. That tactical always... pause is it really helped us a ton too. Are there any other tools that you guys use on fighting fair? I think like you mentioned that, you know, an emotion only lasts so long. And I think like for the psychology behind that is also love. Like that's a feeling you have to, you know, nurture and you have to recognize that that's not 
a normal feeling every day. We don't just have, you know, butterflies and rainbows around one another. And yeah, I think that's been a, a big focus of ours is like making that a priority and making that a possibility to have that emotion. Yeah, the, the time to prepare is not in the crisis. <laughs> so like, hey, like, let's work on us. Let's have date nights. Let's let's yes. talk like we're, we're talking every day. We, we usually go on a walk or two a day where we're just talking about whatever, but like invest in each other that way. And even like just being very tight, right? Whether it's in the bedroom, whether it's on the couch, whether it's with the kids, whether it's at the grocery store, but like being very tight. So when those moments of prices do come up, it's like, okay, we can get through this. Let's work through this. Um, but I would say that the pause is definitely the whole, I think being like, what with that pause, not just take a pause, but like, okay, what, what what's going on here? What's, and not trying to win it. Like, it sounds very easy, but like, usually it's like i think most people 30 seconds after the fight they're like god what what did i do <laughs> yes. that right like just just stop right there and uh for us maybe if we know it's going to be something we're going to fight about like okay let's prep for that right like let's prep prep for that mission not just go let's dive into it be like hey not right now let's let's talk in two hours or Let's that's, talk about that that's tomorrow. That's me. I'm a, we got to talk about this right this hot second. And I'm having to learn like, you know what? You know, he hasn't eaten, you know, is, you know, in the middle of DC traffic now might not be the minute to bring this up, <laughs> you know? So some of that of Smart. like telling my brain to chillax and pick my timing more accordingly or to just Love talk it. to him and say like, Hey, I'd kind of like to talk about this at some point when we can do that constructively. I think that's been super helpful. And being honest with myself, I think in our community, it's super easy to be like, it's him. It's because 100%. everything he's been through, all that he is, and there's a rally behind that often. Yeah. And that's unhelpful. It's just unhealthy. Great. And I think as you know, a female spouse, we have to do you know our part to understand what our you know, part of that is as well. Yeah, I think the last thing I would say of like what tools or whatever to prevent the fight, like Tom, I think way, you know, at the beginning said, let go of stuff, let go of our past. Like uh, I'm big on a hit time, right? If it says nine o'clock, we're going to be there at nine o'clock. No, or actually we'll be there at 840. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and Corey's like, we're going to the farmer's market, dude. There's like, no hit right, time. Chill. chill out. And that's been progress. Cause like, um, I, I would see her pissed off. I'm still kind of, bit. I'm getting better. And now we have a joke. She's like, how's your pay? Okay. Thank you for using your patience. Like it, it, we've made it started. It. Yeah. We made a joke out of, but it was like me understanding like, yeah, who cares if we we're at our friend's house for dinner at 5 PM. If we get there at 5 30, who cares? I'm like, they're not going to demote you from our friendship. Like it's a rolling open house. Like we do not have to be there 30 minutes prior. In fact, if I was, a civilian and you show up at my house 30 minutes prior to the start time, I might be kind of annoyed. <laughs> yeah. Well, in all, like, fair, all fairness and honesty to guys like me, anyway, I'm all about the time because it's been ingrained into me, right? You were a drill sergeant hurt. Yeah. You know the deal. You kick the shit out of me if I don't show up on time. So <laughs> I've, I've had that shit, right? Oh, plus or minus 30 seconds anywhere in the world. I'm like, yeah, until you change hit time. I get it. But yeah. It's been ingrained into us, so to let that go has been a tough. That's a very tough thing because 
especially if you marry after the military, like mine, and she's into the art world. I'm like, hey, we got to be there right now. She's like, what the fuck? What? I'm like, dude, it'll be very uncool. 45 minutes late is cool. I'm like, cool. Right now. Time, I was going to say, I'm like, I'm still kind of trying to decide if I'm going. Like, yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm sure she's eyebrows right. and shit, and I'm in the shower, and she's like, I'll be ready in five minutes, like a fucking five minutes. Like I'm in the shower so, and I'll beat you to the car. I've I'm also in the learned my honesty part of giving <laughs> realistic time frames because back in the day I'd be like five minutes, ten minutes, but yes. I didn't realize five minutes like, is five minutes for right? him. Yeah, the clock started and now it's four fifty nine. Yeah, and so I started getting very okay. This is what he needs is more he needs the specifics, literal. and he needs yeah. the literal. And so, like. I, I think you're right in the sense that a lot of spouses could feel resentful. Okay, here I am changing again. Okay, here I am on his time now. Here I am doing this. But yeah. you have to understand that the, like the way blend of it together. It, like, yes, it's I a togetherness. A He's got to change a little. Like, yep, our kids are notorious of like leaving a bottle lid off something like the ibuprofen. Oh, this was a real fight. How hard? Too. How hard is it? Damn it. <laughs> How hard is it, kid? Just put it on. You took it off, put it on. Games and and (laughs) ibuprofen bottles. But this ibuprofen bottle was left out and the lid was off and he was hot, like pissed. like. And I was pissed that he was pissed over something so stupid. And then the more that I learned about his training, I was like, small mistakes are big mistakes. Small mistakes cost lives. And then it changed my whole world of how I received it to help him kind of through that transition to Love where it. it's gotten better to where now he's just like fucking kids. Like, my, like <laughs> I'm like, all right, I can deal with that. I, I, pick, I pick my battles. Yeah. I'm, I've become much better at picking my battles. Like, hey, let's go and get over here. Let's let's let that go. Yeah. So how do you let it go? Because I know your brain's on fire at that point. Oh, yeah. And it's not as easy as just You just don't it say it. Now you're just thinking it, but you don't say it But do it you anymore. release that energy <laughs> or do you- This morning, like, is there, something? there was a cup left on the table, like a cup of water all night. I'm like, well, just put the cup away. <laughs> yeah. Why won't Talked you- Talked about the cup this morning. Uh, there was one <laughs> second of that. And then I grabbed the cup. I went and, you know, dumped out, put it in the dishwasher or whatever. But it like- I like to bring big world items with the teenagers. I'm like- <laughs> They get good grades. They both work jobs. They're both like funny, great kids. All four, yeah. They both, or yeah, all four, because we have blended family. So all four of them are great kids, and none of them are out, like, quite frankly, doing the things that we did as teenagers. Thank <laughs> uh-huh. God. Thank God. So yeah. I'm like, can we celebrate that maybe for a that, minute? That's helped a lot. And I was like, oh, yeah, they could, this could be way worse. I remember me. <laughs> Take the cup. Yes, perspective. I love it. That's that's tough. That's a hard one because I struggle with that still. I'm 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 better. I'm better about the cup and the sink and the yeah, you know, you've but gotten I better even sure. and she's the the big picture thing. They get good grades. They're not murdering people. They're not hell, they don't even go to parties. I got to the point where my stepson, I'm like, get out of the house for Christ's sake. Go get go to get drunk. <laughs> He's like, somewhere go get in trouble, trouble once at least. Jesus, <laughs> figure that out. You know? Yeah, it, now that they're 18, we're like, maybe they should have had a few of those like <laughs> wild nights. I don't know. What did we do? <laughs> I still argue those big picture points yeah. though. Like, yeah. well, if they can do all that, then they can certainly put the cup in the damn sink. Now, right? You know, <laughs> to me, to me, I, 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 I don't know. I go back to laziness and attention to detail because it mattered mm-hmm. so much, and you lived in a team room environment to where if you didn't, boy, you heard about it, right? And I think like Lucas in the office is a good example. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, like our one of the sons uses the office, which <laughs> became so his. Cool. And for like, I literally, how many times I get to clean this? Like. Not just like it's messy, like 
a shit storm. Teenager messy garbage <laughs> everywhere. So I was like, F it. I'm locking the door. You don't get to use it anymore. Like, we're going to learn some rules because, like, I've tried my patience thing and we've done this, but now I've told you a hundred <laughs> times you need to clean it. Like, locked, go. But I, At that point, I got to back him too because right. I'm like, you know, your patience has been, you know, yeah. extended at that point. But I'll be honest, it doesn't go away like you said, Tom. Like, if I see a cup right now, I'm like, all the uh, yeah, you, you pick it. Oh, I'll get, I'll get it. I'll get the cup. Oh, ow, my arm. I'll put. Oh, oh, it's cups done. Only took me a second. You know, there, there, I'm teaching again. Yeah, I'm teaching yeah. how easy it was to put the cup in the sink while being an asshole at the same time. Right. What I, my, what my. I did realize going back to like what we've been talking about with like neurodiversity. Everyone's brain's different. Is like, I operate like that. Maybe I did a little bit before the military, but the military definitely pounded it into my head. And like, some people just see like. Corey and I joke. I have ADHD. Yeah. My son has ADHD. Her son just was like diagnosed on the autism spectrum. And like yeah. he's the one I've always like we been know. kind yeah. to, you know, like he gets some more slack because like, oh, he's a genius and like he doesn't give any problems. Except for the one time we'll come back to it. Yeah, we'll, like, <laughs> I yelled at him for falling down the stairs. Like I like, hey, how many times are you gonna fall down the stairs? And he's like, Twice, apparently. And I'm like, yeah. Like, <laughs> Stop right, falling good. down the stairs, dummy. It's a good like, answer, though. Like, uh, but awesome. I think for us, like, with the kids have really helped. But, like, diving into me looking at, like, how people are different. Like, everyone can't be like me. Everyone hasn't been the training, like, seeing what you're talking about. I think that's what's helped, really, is, like, yeah. they don't see it the same. It's kind of like Corey way back when we first met and then there was a picture. And she's like, wait, you wrote a book? And I was like, yeah. Remember the picture I sent you with me in front of the White House? And she's like, what? You were a Green Beret? And I'm like, yeah. Remember the picture from the White House? She's like, what picture of the White House? And I'm like, what are you talking about? I see a picture. Like, all these things should be apparent. But she like, screenshotted it. Like, but she did. was Like, her brain just, that wasn't what she picked up on. Where I'm, like, picking up different things than she is. So understanding we all have different brains, and especially with us with four uh, teenagers. One of them is my mini-me, just like me. And then... We call them baby SF. Yeah, all, oh. all the other three are like, they're all so different that it's like, it's pretty neat to see because it's yeah, like, yeah. A, I don't know, it's like I'm in some big experiment here. Yeah, my mom. <laughs> does is... he have a beard? What's that? Does he, does he have a beard me? yet? No, I not yet, but young. he's uh, 14, so he, he will. Uh, he will. <laughs> he's working on it. I didn't get mine until I was like 47, uh, <laughs> and I'm still trying, so. Some my mom just is uh, manic, depressive, bipolar, and. So I started as an adult going to support groups to find out like how to maintain my sanity and kind of um, unearth some of work through some of the trauma as a result of that. And um, one of the biggest, most powerful things that someone said to me was, you have to understand her brain cannot function like your brain does. It's like getting angry at a person who's unable to walk and in a wheelchair for not walking like you. And so I gave that example to Herb and it was a shift, I think. Yeah, that was a huge shift. Like, oh yeah, but I could see that. Like I could see someone in a wheelchair and be like, okay, yeah. that's why not. But I, that's been the biggest shift is like, once I started taking that, doesn't mean it still doesn't piss me off. <laughs> but I love like, that that you said that. It, you're still honest, acknowledging honestly, yeah. that, yeah. hey, this shit still sucks. I deal yeah. with it. And it's not like- Family are learning too, like, Okay, if he gets grumbling, he's like, murr, 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 fuck, fuck, fuck. like, we don't have to have like trauma responses. It's okay. Just let him grumble about it and 
Put the damn yes. cup in the dishwasher. Thank you. It's okay for no, me to yell at someone in traffic. No, Thank you. No, no one said that. <laughs> poor, poor guy. Oh, God, the you driving. A, you need a new bumper on your There's car. There's times where I'm literally like, pull people this off the road, man. freaking car over. I'm walking home because I do not want to die in the car today. But I'm a professional driver. Yes, he tells me that. <laughs> I've been sign. trained to do this shit. I went shit. through a course for it. And yes. I went through a course. And I'm like, and when you I were 30. teammates that still like relive these like stories of like riding with her so i like to throw it out i'm like even they say it oh <laughs> he's like stop pulling my friends into your friends said you were an asshole but fair so <laughs> yes. I, i'm gonna focus on the word asshole and i go i'll focus on fair yes because they were all assholes too don't fucking let them fool you herb are you hard on yourself man i mean i i i ask because i've been trying to change who i am not who I am, been trying to change the negative aspects of, of how I behave for a long time. And I screwed up every day, probably this morning, and I hate it. I fucking hate it. And I get to that, I'll never get better. Just leave me. You'll be better without me. I'm the idiot. And she's like, no, negative talk now. And I'm like, fuck that. It's all true, you know? And then <laughs> and then I'm okay again. But man, I'm, I'm hard on myself a lot. And I think it's because that's how we got better. Right. We, we tackle those things that we suck at. And when you don't seem to be able to tackle those things you suck at so quickly, I get pretty hard on myself. Are you are you that way? Are you? Yeah. Especially if like I see I hurt her feelings and not like mm. oh little feelings, but like big feelings. Right. Mm. Like I could see like that or with the kids too. Well, anyone right? really. I'm hard on myself like, oh, why did I do that? Right. Could there have been a better way? But I look back at like some of that like you're talking about like hey being hard on yourself and messing up and can i get better like that's what made us successful right we could block everything else out and just go it didn't matter what was going on around us we could go 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 and i think everything we're talking about is the opposite right like yeah don't the commitment but other than that it's all different like open up the mind take all this stuff in listen do all that and it's like no block it out just go i think some of that's that mental shift of like I ain't gonna lie. I tell people all the time they think I'm not. This is just another deployment for me, right? I'm learning how to live in America. Like, I, don't, I love that. I'm, yeah, honestly, I love that. How do we operate with the Indians? Let's have fun with it. Literally in the car, I'm like, "Hi, this is America. This is how we function here. We don't use the horn to communicate with people. Like, you're going. Oh why, why is it in the car then? Yeah, <laughs> three yesterday. I'm like, dude, all the lanes. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to America. I love well, that. This America, is another deployment. Yeah. And I, th- I think I've seen as, you know, his partner, his element of perfection being a part of what he does being like, a really like it comes natural to him to just operate in that. Um, but I also see like, he will try so freaking hard. Like, I'll never forget. He was literally in the middle of his um classes for cornell virtually and pausing it and i was literally watching him balancing two computers he was supposed to be in this class and he was volunteering for this veteran thing and speaking as their keynote speaker and he was like trying to engage here and then he would like kind of turn the computer a little bit and be over here and literally (laughs) like teeter-tottering one day he was like step pulled over on the side of the road with like a cell phone a computer like all kinds of things 
I mean, to be clear, I was driving with the laptop on my lap, that. having the meeting uh, this other time. And then who I doesn't? Like, who doesn't? Who doesn't do that these oh, days? Shit. <laughs> what are you doing? And it was raining, I think, too. I'm like, what are you going to do? Start driving with your toe? Like, what's next? So I see him naturally, like, extending himself in that higher capacity because he is so hard on himself of, like, pushing himself to do more. And in those instances, like, I think he's gotten a lot better too of like letting me help him direct, like, maybe we don't need to say yes to like all these things. Like what, what's the biggest bang you can make for your buck there with your time, you know, and helping him to kind of discern like what's of value um, to kind of restore some of that, like, you know. Normalcy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Normalcy. It's, that's a good word for it. You know. Um, I think we could probably talk to you guys for about a week straight. The, the time goes so quick. But, you know, I would love you talked a lot about fighting fair, about the hard times, about stuff that you guys do um, as a practice, like general relationship maintenance of going on walks several times a day, communicating, um, circling back around after a fight. Um, I would love to leave our audience. Don't, with no, each... don't forget. Don't forget Corey's understanding and revelation of understanding Herb. Right. Not just why are you so stupid, but understanding where you're coming from. Yeah, you get absolutely. that a lot. That's that's big for spouses. Yeah. Is to not you need to change. You need to fix your shit. You're screwed up. PTSD screwed you up and broke you. And you're broke. You, you, you. Yeah. Wow. Well, I don't know where I'm going with that one. To hear you and to hear Jen with the understanding that came to me, that is what turned me. That's what clicked me. I felt loved. I felt connected. I felt, oh, there's hope. She understands me. Shit, somebody understands me. Now I want to make that person happy. And I started trying to change. But before that, it was just like, I'll never change. I I would explain why I did what I did away every time. Because I could. We're we're good at that. We can explain why we do it. So that understanding piece is so important. It is. I would love to get each of you to share a piece of advice for the folks listening. Anything that's on your heart, either relationship or Life advice, if, um, yeah, I'd love to hear it from you. You guys. go first. Uh, I want to hear what you <laughs> <laughs> Give me a minute to think a while. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll just say this, like, don't believe everything you see on social media. You kind of talked about it earlier, but like, don't believe social media and like, oh, they got this beautiful house or look at that Ferrari and look, the perfect, you know, relationship. Bull crap. That, that's fake, right? Yeah. Like, reality is we all are human and we deal with stuff. But like, if you're committed and you're known, your partner's committed your teammates, you can work together towards it. So like, just don't get, I think it's easy to get discouraged because you're like, oh, it's only us. It's only us that's having these issues. And it's like, no, that's everyone. Yeah. And I think like, I would say, you know, learn how to give yourself grace, live, learn how to give your partner grace. And I think like for a long time, I didn't even understand what that meant. Like being in the South, you hear that all the time. Like, oh, give them grace, give them grace. They just had a baby. You know, I didn't really fully understand but I think that having a partner that you're fully committed to, like you learn the essence of grace. I love that. That's beautiful. It that is beautiful. Both, both really awesome. great pieces of advice. And you guys have a podcast coming out. You've got a bunch of stuff going on. So how can people best find you? It'll be in our show notes as well. But is there a place that we can point folks to? Yeah. And where they get your book at and everything. Yeah. Probably uh, herb-thompson.com. That's that little line in between the names. Because if you're like me, you go look up what a hyphen How do you spell is. hyphen? Yeah. Uh, but Or LinkedIn. Find me, Herb Thompson on LinkedIn with a big old beard or the books on Amazon. And then uh, 
yeah, we'll have a podcast coming out at some point here yeah. uh, over the coming months. And then um, you can always find us together. I know that. Yeah. yeah and awesome. We'll I love that. To that, that, you know, we are adding to our, our website right now. I've been working on that, <clears throat> excuse me, intermittently. So um, as you go and visit that, you'll see lots of changes. We're going to be adding lots of resources because we awesome. oftentimes get asked where people can find, you know, great things like the All Secure Foundation. So we want to highlight some of our friends that are doing amazing things in that space and point people to, towards that as well. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. Right. There's no shortage of people looking for help and, and um, it's awesome that you guys are pointing people in that direction. And I know you've Absolutely. been an inspiration to many. I've been following Herb for years. I feel like I feel like I know you already. It's that weird thing about social, like I feel like we've met before, but you talk um, about transition. Having someone tell you they follow you, it means something way different now. Like I don't I'm not uncomfortable now with that. Yeah. Like really? a year or two ago, I was like, What? You're following me. I told him when I met him. I know. Like, Weirdo. <laughs> yeah. What's he wrong had with you? Three thousand followers. And I was like, You have an anointing and you have a way of commanding people's attention, For but sure. being able to speak and communicate with people at all levels in a way that A, they give a shit. And B resonates with people while True. being authentic. And you would make a killer say it. No, I'm not gonna because we <laughs> thought about this Please and we can leave this sir. we can uh, leave this another time. We had a big fight about <laughs> this was probably our first big fight was about this topic. So we we, we come back at it. Yeah, sometime. it's been cool though to see his transition and owning that and realizing how many people it does help to tell the 100%. stories. Yeah. So, so folks out there listening, it does make a difference. Um, sharing your story, sharing bits of who you are and, and the honesty and authenticity of, yeah, we fight. Tom and I talk about it all the time. People will say, oh, we want what you have. I'm like, it's complicated. <laughs> you better be, so you better be tough and have <laughs> thick skin. You need some thick That's skin. Right. Um, but we really appreciate having you guys on and yeah. I absolutely thank love you. to do a part two with you guys and for sure. we'll circle back around. Um, thank you for your time. Thank you for thank your you. honesty and authenticity if, and if you're if you're looking for herb, herb thompson with google images though however don't confuse <laughs> him with this viking looking dude i see all the time eating raw meat and shit he looks just like you with his shirt off though and his big <laughs> you see that dude i don't know his name i'll have to check well, it out to send you a huge viking looking dude and all he does is like weird shit in in in, in the wild with like animals and like ah look what so, i killed it so i'm like not that herb that guy's thompson. like a real viking not that one. like brothers or something so <laughs> Just want people to go to the right site. Yes, find the right beard and uh, make sure to follow along. Thank you guys for joining us. Thank Thank you you. both so much. Thanks for listening to All Secure. Community matters now more than ever. So if you liked what you heard, please share, review, and subscribe. For assistance or to support our incredible warriors and their families, please visit us at allsecurefoundation.org. That's allsecurefoundation.org. Tune in next week to All Secure, and thanks again for listening. See you all then.